climate deniers school the Pope on climate change. That and other stories for the week ending April 26, 2015. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin. And it's This Week in Water. On Tuesday of this coming week, Pope Francis and the Vatican are holding a workshop on global warming. And it's expected that the Pope will soon issue a statement about climate change. According to The Guardian, the Pope has recently argued for a radical new financial and economic system to avoid human inequality and ecological devastation. But some think the Pope may not have received all the information he needs to prepare his remarks. And to help him in that effort, a group of Americans is offering their advice. The Heartland Institute, a conservative think tank that denies climate change, is sending a team of scientists to inform Pope Francis of the truth about climate science. A spokesperson for the organization said that Catholics should examine the evidence for themselves and understand that the Holy Father is an authority on spiritual matters, not scientific ones. The Heartland Institute denies that it's a front for any other group or industry, but The Guardian is reporting that Heartland has received funding from energy companies and a foundation controlled by Charles Koch. Our hearts go out to all those who are suffering from the recent earthquake in Nepal. We hope for speedy rescue and recovery. In news related to much less severe quakes, last week the USGS released a report about methods to predict hazardous ground shaking in areas of increasing seismic activity. The increase has been linked to the injection of drilling wastewater underground. Most of the man-made quake activity is occurring in Oklahoma, and also last week the Oklahoma Geological Survey admitted that the sharp rise in quakes is very unlikely to come from a naturally occurring process. The position of the state of Oklahoma was welcomed by some who saw its earlier position as ignoring decades-old studies that concluded injection wells caused earthquakes. In neighboring Kansas, the number of quakes has recently gone down, and some are hoping the decline is due to a state order a month ago setting a daily maximum amount of wastewater injection. But officials say it's too early to tell if the new regulations are reducing the number of quakes in Kansas. Scientists are always looking for new ways to test streams and rivers to determine the presence of harmful chemicals. Occasionally, that requires some out-of-the-box thinking. Out of the feminine hygiene box, perhaps. David Lerner is an engineering professor at the University of Sheffield in England, and he's found a unique method of testing water, tampons. The professor dangles them in water and then looks at them in the lab. He finds the material in tampons can show optical brighteners like those used in laundry detergents and shampoos that would signify contamination from various sources, including sewage. As reported in the Smithsonian, Lerner found that after only five seconds of exposure to a very diluted amount of optical brightener, the tampon glowed in the dark. And speaking of pollutants, it's long been known that plastic bags harm birds and mammals because they often get tangled up in them. Now, a new study by Danielle Senga-Green of Trinity College in Dublin shows that marshlands that contain plastic bags have significant effects on small invertebrates and algae. Plastic bags decrease the amount of oxygen and lead to lower numbers of organisms in sediments than those without them. The bags also create barriers, preventing sunlight and other nutrients from reaching the ground. 
dry in the West. How dry? Sailboats are being hoisted out of the Great Salt Lake because there's not enough water to prevent their keels from getting stuck in the mud. About 80 boats will sit high and dry this summer because the lake's level is 18 feet below average and continuing to drop. State park officials said that if Utah had had a better snowpack, they might have been putting boats in the water at this time of year. But low precipitation prompted the Utah legislature to set aside $1.5 million to dredge the public marina. Sailboat owner Ron Lee told the Salt Lake Tribune that having his boat moved by a crane was the most action it had seen in a long time. And there's action on the drought in California, too. Last Thursday, the state assembly passed a bill that would bar cities and counties from imposing fines for residents who let their lawns go brown during the governor's declared drought emergency. Assemblywoman Cheryl Brown, who sponsored the bill, said numerous residents had contacted her complaining of fines for blight after not watering their lawns. The Southern California Democrat called it completely irresponsible for a municipality to penalize its residents for conserving water. And finally this week, Darwin was a dropout. No, not that Darwin who gave us the origin of species. The other one. Darwin the Labrador Retriever, a spunky animal that sadly flunked service dog training in Texas. But instead of serving people, he's now following his nose to serve nature. He and his buddy Neville, a black Labrador rescued from a shelter, were adopted by Dogs for Conservation, an organization that trains and provides dogs to assist in wildlife conservation, rangeland science, and habitat management. The pair have been brought to the Galapagos Islands to sniff out the giant African snail, one of the world's most invasive and destructive species. The dog's ability to smell plant and animal life is proving to be an invaluable tool in environmental protection. Not only do the duo work to eradicate the snails, but the Galapagos Biosecurity Agency is planning to have dogs work at airports and ports to protect the unique archipelago from other invasive species. By the way, dogs aren't just working on land. They're helping researchers in water bodies, too. For example, their keen sense of smell is helping to track aquatic organisms invisible to the human eye in streams. The dogs are also helping to detect whale scat in the open ocean so scientists can learn more about whale diets and whether they're being affected by toxins. So much for the expression, that dog don't hunt, because these dogs do. Who let the dogs out? <coughs> this Week in Water is a production of H2O Radio and is sponsored by Colorado Waterwise. Learn more at coloradowaterwise.org. Was nice to 